This is Coffee, Wine, and Chocolate, a podcast inspired by people, places, and things. Welcome. I'm your host, Dawn. You can find me at all the links I've provided below in the notes. But specifically, you can find me at the podcast website, which is coffeewineandchocolate.com. So today, I am going to be talking about coffee and chocolate. I'm going to be talking about homesickness. And then I'm going to be talking about birdsong. But I hope that you all will benefit a little bit from this podcast. It's a short one, but I just want to share a few things that I have learned through being homesick. And hopefully it helps someone out there as well to get through it or find ways to work through it. And here you go. So, I am going to start this by talking about coffee and chocolate together. Mm, mm, mm. Have you ever had milk or dark chocolate with a roasted coffee bean in the middle? Or ground coffee and chocolate? Oh my goodness. I must say, it's one of my favorite treats. My parents used to do this candy with their coffee and Ghirardelli chocolate. Yum. In the Christmas seasons, they would make batches with cinnamon or with mint. And I must say, I love them both, but mint was my absolute favorite. So if you haven't ever tried it before... Look for it, try it, you'll love it. If you like coffee and you like chocolate, you'll love it, I promise. Now on with the episode. Today I'm going to talk about being homesick and what to do to get through and make it easier. It's not an easy topic to, to talk about. And I have been homesick many times through my life, not only since here in London, but many times before that. The two biggest times were, the first time was when I moved to Washington State after getting married in 1989 and being all the way on the West Coast from the East Coast and furthest away from my family than I had ever been. Then the second time was moving here to London in 2021 for my second marriage. Not all the way across the states, but all the way across the pond, (laughs) as they call it. (laughs) Now, when I was in Washington State, I was young, starting a new life with a husband in the Navy. So I was on my own for six to seven months apart whenever his ship deployed. No family close at all, so I had to make friends and work to get me through. It was hard to learn, but I did, and I grew a lot from it. Once we were back in South Carolina and had our boys, I was busy focused on them to worry about the fact that we didn't see my parents nor my sister a lot. My sister married a guy in the Air Force, and they lived far away until he retired. Now my boys are grown, working, married, and both have a daughter. Unfortunately, I was going through separation and divorce through this change. I then met my current spouse 
during my separation, and we got closer during the divorce. Once COVID lockdown was over, I moved to London, got married, and live here now. So now I miss not only my parents and sister, now I have my son's daughter-in-laws and granddaughters I miss. So every so often, I get emotional and homesick to see them all. I don't usually hear from my sister nor boys unless I approach them first. Unfortunately, that's how my sister and I and then my boys were brought up and raised. I was really bad about keeping in touch through my boys growing up, so they didn't experience close contact with my family, especially once they were older and we focused most of our time on the boys in baseball. I asked my parents a while ago how they got through not talking to us often, and I was told because they were so busy, they didn't think about it. So there you go. (laughs) They have always been busy and kept themselves busy, so... I can see that. Also, with all that happened at the time my boys were going to college, meeting their girls, getting married, and starting their own lives, it kind of threw me out of whack along with everything else. Counseling helped a lot to learn ways of coping with or through things. I even talked to a life coach a few times that my spouse's niece recommended. She helped a lot to remind me of things I had learned in counseling as well as some new things. I am now, after healing from my last fall, going back to the gym to attend Pilates and yoga classes. I am so out of shape from having not gone for a while. I'm also going to be meeting with some guys about joining their band, which is local. So wish me luck. (laughs) So in going back to my original question, when you are homesick, what do you do to get through and make it easier? Number one, stay in touch with those you love. Just because they don't contact you doesn't mean you can't contact them. Number two, go home from time to time and have loved ones visit you. So you have both there and here. Number three, do things for you, like go to a counselor, take classes, find a hobby, travel around and learn your new surroundings. In other words, stay busy. And this we would understand, right? These are not easy things to do. It took me over a year to be comfortable with where I am enough to take classes, go out and about on my own, and to be comfortable in my own surroundings. I think keeping in touch with family and friends in the States and also getting to know people here has helped a lot. If you need support like I did, look up life coaches that specialize in homesickness and big moves. I'm not an expert, but I have been there and understand. If you need help finding someone, I will definitely try my best. Now my positive news for today. It's an article on listening to birdsong. So it says, listening to birdsong may be key to feeling chirpy. (laughs) Listening to birdsong for a few minutes each day may hold the key to feeling happy. Scientists found that watching birds and enjoying their course lifts the spirits for up to eight hours and can help to ease depression. They said bird life has a major role to play in helping people with mental health conditions, highlighting the importance of of efforts to maintain biodiversity. The study by King's College London involved 1,292 people 
who were asked three times a day whether they could see or hear birds and about their mental well-being. The team found that among those with mental health conditions, hearing or seeing bird life was associated with improvements in mood and happiness. Healthy people also experienced a similar effect with improvements lasting for up to eight hours. The team said the links between birds and improved mental well-being could not be explained by other environmental factors, such as trees, plants, or waterways. This suggests birdsong itself brings joy and helps to reduce stress and sadness. Professor Andrea Michelli, I'm not sure how to pronounce that last word or name, the lead author of the study and psychiatrist at King's College London said, Our study provides an evidence base for creating and supporting biodiverse spaces that harbor bird life, since this is strongly linked with our mental health. In addition, the findings support the implementation of measures to increase opportunities for people to come across bird life, particularly for those living with mental health conditions such as depression. The study published in Scientific Reports based data from the Urban Mind app, which was developed by King's College London, the landscape architects J&L Gibbons, and the Arts Foundation Nomad Projects. Participants worldwide completed 26,856 assessments using the app during the study period between April 2018 and October last year. Ryan Hammond, one of the authors, said, There is growing evidence on the mental health benefits of being around nature, and we intuitively think that the presence of birdsong and birds would help lift our mood. However, there is little research that has actually investigated the impact of birds on mental health in real time and in real environment. By using the Urban Mind app, we have, for the first time, shown the direct link between seeing or hearing birds and positive mood. We hope this evidence can demonstrate the importance of protecting and providing environments to encourage birds, not only for biodiversity, but for mental health. Joe Gibbons said, who hasn't tuned into the melodic expl- complexities of the dawn chorus early on a spring morning? A multisensory experience that seems to enrich every day, whatever our mood or whereabouts. This exciting research underpins just how much the sight and sound of birdsong lifts the spirits. It captures intriguing evidence that a biodiverse environment is restorative in terms of mental well-being that the sensual stimulation of birdsong, part of those daily doses of nature, is precious and time-lasting. Birdsong in the UK peaks in spring during the mating season with the dawn chorus and falls in winter, except for robins and wrens, which can be heard right through the coldest months. Thrushes, dunnocks, and tits join in as the days lengthen. So there you go. Bird song helps with mental health. And I just love that because I love listening to birds. They make me very happy. <laughs> Especially around here, we have the blackbirds that have the most beautiful sound and robins. And um, it's, it's just nice to hear. So, yeah, we have some good ones. Um, I think we have more in the States, but at least there are some here that I can I can focus on and enjoy. 
So that was my podcast for today. I hope you have enjoyed it and have learned a little something that might help you. Um, and there's angels saying hello. Um, <laughs> but I hope that it has helped in some way regarding homesickness. Um, I didn't think I would have to deal with things like that when I got here, but of course I did. And so many others do. And I didn't realize it until I did. And so I just hope this helps someone out there um, to possibly understand and, and figure a way through it as well. Um, I hope you also enjoyed my little tidbit about the coffee and the chocolate and the sweet bird song that helps with mental health. And uh, I will be back soon and have another podcast for you. But until then, enjoy your day. Enjoy your week. Love you guys. Thanks for being here. Leave me a review if you don't mind, if, it, if you enjoyed this podcast, and I appreciate it. See you soon. Now go out today as you're going about your business, whatever you do today. If you come upon somebody that you see that has something on that you like or the hair is, has done some way that you like or whatever you might see that you like let them know they may be having a bad day and you could be giving them something that makes them smile tell them so tell them hi even just a smile or a hello will make someone's day have a great day you guys thanks <laughs>